before we get to the episode, I just wanted to shout out to my fellow podcasters. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. I want to give something back to you guys as well. If you're looking for sponsors, affiliate links, ads, go on podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot co. And use my code Divine Healing by D to sign up and find sponsors. That's podmetrics.co. Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Andrea. She is from Inner Haven Tarot. She is a great tarot reader. I wanted to do a reading on the year ahead because we all need some kind of hope, some guidance. It's been a very confusing year, the past year, so maybe just a little bit more guidance from the cards would be great so this was recorded january 11th 2021 you're hearing it now in may i thought it'd be great to kind of see where we have gotten in the past four months so i hope you enjoy this episode she got really in depth more about like learning about tarot if you're interested you know me, I'm kind of a little bit picky about who I speak to and who I come on, who I let come on and who I let just give me readings. And I really found this one to be really beneficial and the way she spoke, very easy, very clear, got straight to the point and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, I'm Andrea from Inner Haven Tarot. I am a tarot reader and I'm excited to... Uh, chat today and kind of pull some cards for you guys and see what some are some challenges and lessons we can learn for the upcoming year awesome i think a lot of people just want some kind of direction or just some like a little glimmer of hope and yeah. i think the cards would be just a great way to like get it and yeah. have you been have with your clients have you been like getting that request as well like what's coming up in the year like what yeah. are, what can we expect how's that been yeah. A lot of things I've been doing is pulling challenges and also um, missions for the year. So kind of really to help people in a guiding light in terms of what are things they should focus on. Because we know there are a lot of external things going mm -hmm. on, but we can really focus on like what's happening in our world and how we can adjust to it. So I found pulling Oracle cards and then also tarot for challenges and missions and how to overcome the challenges have been super helpful for my clients. Awesome. And do you sense today the energy that something big is going to happen? Because I've been told that. Yeah. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, one today is 1-11. Yes. And so, like, I'm really big into angel mm -hmm. numbers. So, 111 is all about rapid manifestation. So, really setting your intentions on the things that you want. And then Wednesday is a new mm -hmm. moon. So, it's all about, like, setting new intentions this week. So, I've been very mindful about that in terms of, like, interactions that I have with people. Because I know that, like, today is really, like, a good month or a good day to manifest and then set intentions on the new moon. So what can people do? Can, should they write things down? Should they just speak positive yeah. things to themselves, not be negative? What can we do? 
Yeah. So what I like to recommend people to do, especially for a new mm-hmm. moon, but for today is to write some intentions and being very specific about what it is that you want. And usually I'll write maybe like five or 10. A lot of people like to write them down and then burn them. Mm-hmm. But I like to do this whole like almost ritual kind of like burning um, sage or if not sage or basanta, um, setting the intention. I like to uh, always light a white candle mm-hmm. and then just set some intentions in terms of what I want to come into my life. And I find that super helpful. And especially for today, for 111, um, just write maybe like five or 10 things down. Or if you can't think of anything, write five or 10 things down that you're grateful mm-hmm. for. So that really puts you in the space and mindset to really um, start bringing in more positivity into your life. Love that. Great. So when you're ready, yeah. like you can start pulling and let's see what we get. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start off with tarot. If you hear me I tapping, do. that's just me clearing the deck. Uh, I'm actually going to, um, if it's okay, can I um, ring my uh, terabitten ball? Uh, Bill, just go ahead, please. Space, thank you. I like to tap three times just to create the space. But first, we're going to take a look at um, that popped out fast. So, um, missions and challenges. The first card that popped out is Ten of Wands. Mm-hmm. And that card is really about um, carrying a burden or some aspect here. Um, I used to clarify for that, which is four of wands. And that's so funny. Four of wands in tarot is known as like the 11-11 manifestation, right? So I would say going forward into this year in terms of your mission Mm -hmm. is to say keep trudging forward. If you're feeling like you are carrying this burden, so to speak, it's almost like saying it's for the greater good in some way. It's really going to bring you happiness, um, fulfillment, whether it's through relationships or career or following your passions and pursuits. So a big mission is to keep trudging forward. It may seem intense. Mm-hmm. It may seem hard, but it's really going to bring you the things that you want. Cool. Okay. Now, in terms of challenges, I pulled Page of Cups. So cups are all about emotions. Um, and for people who may not know a lot of, or anything about tarot, so tarot is set up with four suits. We have the wand, which is about travel, compassion, creative pursuits. Cups are the water signs, which is all about our emotions. Uh, we have suits, which is about mental clarity, thought, communication, and we have pinnacles, which is about stability, home life, and career. So for... Um, a challenge is Page of Cups here. And Pages of Cups bring in emotional offerings, fresh starts. So it could be a lot of people not being open to love mm. um, or just being almost like happy in some way because what's clarifying it is a major arcana. And in tarot, um, we have major arcanas and they represent big personal development. And the card that popped out is actually the devil card. It's Capricorn energy. A lot of people kind of get, oh, it's the devil card. But that card really is about toxic situations, connections, relationships, non-self-serving beliefs that we may have. So a big challenge is overcoming that, overcoming that we can't have happiness in our life, overcoming toxic relationships that aren't good for us to really bring in more love um, that we deserve in this upcoming year. Great. Oh, yeah, I really, I I connect to that. I feel like that is very accurate for a lot of people. Yeah. So what I like to do also is pull some Oracle cards. 
Um, uh, a lot of my clients always like the Issa Doreen Virtue tarot mm-hmm. card for specifically mm-hmm. romance uh, oracle cards. So I'm going to pull specifically romance cards, um, even though like a big challenge is definitely about relationships and emotions. But I'm going to pull, um, I like this deck called Divine Energy Oracle. Oh, so that I'll works pull- really good for me right now. <laughs> right? <the> name. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, the first one that popped out is strengthen your gifts. So that's really, oh, we have another one. And imagine solutions. So these two are really about, um, for me, your gifts are doing what you love, not being afraid to pursue them, and also finding creative ways to actually make them come into fruition in terms of sharing your gifts with the world. Wow, this feels very personal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Maybe I am tapping. Maybe you're tapping into me. (laughs) That's hilarious. And also make necessary sacrifices. So that goes back to the challenge in terms of letting go people, toxic situations and people that no longer serve us in our life. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I always like to be, was it resonating with you? Uh, A little too much, but okay, let's go. I love it. (laughs) Okay, we're going to pull one more. Okay, be bold and make the first move. Um, So this one I'm pulling for a Moonology Oracle cards. And this one just speaks to taking chances. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, for me, that's like getting out of those toxic situations and beliefs and thought patterns that we may have. Um, And I'm going to pull the Romance Oracle because those are very popular. How come? (laughs) Because they're like really accurate? Um, because I find, especially because before I used to do tarot, I used to get tarot readings done mm-hmm. and it's always about like, usually like relationships and yes. things. So just really relationships and connections are really, really big in terms of people getting tarot messages for us. Cool. Um, so whoever needs it in terms of relationship, you have retreat, it's time to disconnect from the world. So it could be taking a pause or really, um, you guys figuring out not listening to like the outside noises in terms of what other people may think about the connection or um, figuring out how you want to move forward with this person. And your other card is getting to know each other. As you reveal your innermost selves to each other, your bond deepens. So whoever needs this in terms of relationships, take a step back. If you feel that the um, connection was maybe going too fast, Mm -hmm. or it could be if there was like a little bit of toxic situation with that Capricorn energy, take a step back to really get to know each other, to really figure out if that's something that you want to pursue. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And oh, at the bottom of the deck is heart to heart conversations. Honestly, discuss your feelings with each other, which goes back to Page of Cups. So I would say this year, definitely be more in tune with expressing your emotions, Mm -hmm. being open and letting go of what no longer serves you. Being vulnerable, simply positive. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh, cool. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. What is the biggest challenge of being a tarot reader? Um, I would say uh, depending on, uh, so I'm originally from Mississippi. I live in New York City now. Oh, cool. But depending um, in that aspect, it's kind of like a misconception about tarot mm-hmm. and like people thinking that it's associated with like, especially in the South, like something like, oh, I don't want to say like the devil, but you know, things are kind of like hidden things or people, big misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, from that aspect, I would say another thing that people um 
don't really understand about tarot is that energy it's all about energy yes. so it can change and a lot of times when people do reach out for readings especially for relationships like I can almost feel like the intensity of like them wanting like an outcome so I usually say okay like I want to wait 24 hours 48 hours before I do your reading so we can kind of get like clear emotions to come out so knowing that energy can impact a tarot reading and also um this tarot reader told me this a few years ago. She said, tarot is more holistic than predictive. Mm. It kind of tells you the things that you already know. It's just really telling, it's just like a guiding light to say, I know this is what you were thinking or you already intuitively know this, but the universe is kind of saying, I'm just clarifying this for you. So it's more of an approach to help you and guide you on mostly of the things that you already know. It just kind of reassures you or lets you know that you're on the right track or you need to give back on the right track that is really deep I think if you needed yeah if you needed like one thing to know like one sentence to describe tarot like that would be like the perfect thing to say and just be done with it yeah but you know what I always thought I always thought that um tarot readers they were psychics clairvoyants they Mm -hmm. had to have that level of knowing to be able to read the cards I didn't just think hey you could just read the cards memorize the cards read the cards do you need like a background to be able to you don't right Uh, yeah so a lot of people will say that uh, it it depends like some tarots do um kind of go off of like not even really knowing what the cards are Mm -hmm. or like the standard idea of them and they'll just read them from their intuition or the images but I recommend like everyone just pulling their own cards because they um essentially that's why I always recommend like the writer the um writer weight deck mm-hmm. those are like the original tarot cards and so anyone can read them they all usually generally have like the same specific meaning and then some tarot readers like to tap more into their intuition or how they um psychic ability but for me I don't consider myself a psychic mm-hmm. or anything like that I use my intuition but I'm also with my Virgo moon and Capricorn rising energy. I'm very much so of like, okay, this card means this in tarot. And this is how it could like apply to your situation. So anyone can read tarot. I recommend it. It's very helpful in terms of um, helping you navigate life. At least it has been for me. Cool. What is your son? Oh, my son is Sagittarius. Oh, you're fun. Yeah. Girl, you're fun. <laughs> What's your uh, sun sign? Do you know your moon and rising sign? Oh, honey, I'm a triple Virgo. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. How I, is that? I don't know, but uh, this Kabbalist told me out of, like, the 10,000 people she's ever read, she's yeah. like, you're the virgo Virgo I've ever met in my life. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. I was so like, funny. what a compliment. Oh, my God. <laughs> I yeah. like that though. You're very like a stickler for like uh, timing and yeah. scheduling. Yeah. So I like that. You're that speaks to you. my Virgo moon. It you know, does. So. I was just going to say like you understand me. So that's really good. But yes. can can tarot like, I know like you can do tarot for like situations and like company. Yeah. That I don't know. How does that, it's just the same as reading somebody else. It's like tapping into the energy of a company or like a business. How, um, how does it differentiate? So you mean if someone said, oh, can you pull cards for like a, a company? Like, let's say if I said, could you pull a card for the podcast as an example? Mm-hmm. Like, is that like pulling for a person? Um, well, I would say usually, um, especially so I'm on TikTok and a lot of people say, mm-hmm. well, hey, can you pull a card for my friend? 
And mm. you should say, well, I don't like to do that unless I have, like, your friend permission. Exactly. Because it's kind of, like, almost, like, intruding on, like, their space. Correct. So I think you should definitely get, um, yeah. But if you wanted me, like, to pull the card for your podcast or guidance or insight in terms of next steps for you, then, yeah, I would totally, like, do that. Oh, cool. So it does. it is possible to do it. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. I was just wondering. You know, I have a funny story, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So I work at a lot of fairs for my business, for mm-hmm. my jewelry business, and uh there's like it's like a wellness fair and they have like different readers and mm-hmm. it's it's really fun so there was this one reader next to me and she had a stack of just like plain white cards yeah and i was like oh cool what are those because i obviously could tell like what the tarot was or the, what the oracle was she goes i made these i wrote yeah. different things down on these and i'm gonna get them like i'm gonna market them and sell them yeah do you want me to try on you i'm like okay first i was like this is probably bs like how could she just like how am i gonna be able to pull cards that resonate with me i pulled every single card that like i resonated with each and every one of them it was bizarre it's like neck problem like this problem like this like i'm like how did you do this she goes isn't this insane yeah like she couldn't even believe it herself yeah it's to me it's just like the power of energy and like just like a lot of tarot cards, like make their own tarot readers make their own decks and cards. And for me, it just shows that like we essentially have all the tools that we need in terms of guidance here while we're here. And it's really just energy. And so you can get a message from anywhere and everywhere. So I actually love that story. Isn't that funny? It's like, yeah. what, like when is she going to like put those out so I can buy one and like <laughs> right? freak people out and places and it's parties, amazing. right? so where do you think like free will comes into it with tarot like what are your thoughts on that yeah so um the person who told me about uh, tarot is more holistic than it is predictive Mm -hmm. she always started readers with saying that it's all about free will that's why energy changes this is just tarot it's just like a guiding light to say hey if you take this route this is likely the outcome but we always have free will in our situations and um like, for instance, for me, uh, a personal one about pulling cards for relationships. Mm-hmm. And I legit got to say no card. Like, don't see this person. Out of, like, a 72-card deck, I was like, wow. okay, universe, if I get this card that says say no, I'm not going to do it. And I ended up seeing the person, you know what I mean? That was free will, and that came with, like, repercussions. So even um, there's always free will to it. It's just kind of like... Sometimes it's better to listen because you can avoid some uh, unnecessary, like, uh, heartbreak or other things in your life happening. But always free will. Yeah. I'm the type that's, like, unless I experience it myself, then I probably, like, won't listen. I've had people tell me, oh, like, don't, you know, date this guy. He's not good for you. Blah, blah. I'm like, well, I have to see it for myself. He's only been nice to me. I have to experience it. Like, I'd rather experience the pain or the heartbreak or the whatever. Yeah, being uncomfortable less out of it anyway you know what I mean so Not, either way yeah I agree but the part of me is like how can I really trust what somebody's saying like maybe they just don't want me to be happy maybe they just had a bad experience like maybe yeah. I'm not gonna have the same experience yeah I agree with sometimes not listening to other people advice um definitely that's why sometimes I just refer to my <laughs> my tarot deck <laughs> and not so much like other people opinions but yeah so for like finding, like getting some hope for the future with tarot mm-hmm. cards, you would say that we can like first ask questions, like ask the question, like, hey, like, 
will this business venture, for example, right. like work out for me and then get the answer in the cards? Is there any way to also like build more hope for the future with cards? Yeah. So what I would say is uh, that's a really great um, point. A lot of people will say, oh, well, a lot of people ask like clients will go in with like, oh, do you do yes or no readings mm. or um, specifically tell me how this will work out with J.I. Connection. It's better to go into asking a tarot reader or pulling cards for yourself guidance or insight for the situation so it's not so much of asking for a specific outcome but it's saying what are my next steps here what is guidance that I can get to help me take me to where I exactly need to be in this connection with this work or um, any venture in my life so it's all about actually how you frame the question too Mm. which can be more helpful but in terms of steps for the future or you said um like hope for the future in terms of tarot I would say, do you mean in terms of um, framing how we ask questions or? Yeah, so I would say, I just think right now in this situation, people are just like, hey, this is the end of the world. What the okay, hell is what the hell is going on? Like, what do I do next? Yes. A lot of people are revisiting old relationships like you were pulling. Okay. Yeah. Like they're going back to guys or girls just from like habit and just being yeah. lonely because do you know how hard it is to date now in the city? It's yes. nearly impossible to date when it's yeah. freezing. So people are yes. like, oh, this guy's come. This one's familiar. She's familiar. Like, oh I'll just God. go You're back, familiar. right? Yes. Yeah, so I would say uh, I personally think it's the end of the world. I do think <laughs> that there's a big shift happening, you know, with Age of Aquarius. Yes. And how our, our lives will change. But that's very good. I was, uh, I'm so into, like, spirituality and, like, following all these different people. And I saw this really great post that will speak to this exactly um they said that going back to old don't reach out to people who you know aren't good for you or toxic for you just because you're lonely it said that like if you were thirsty you still want to drink poison so Mm -hmm. framing in that way like you know yes you may feel that you uh can't connect with people but that doesn't mean they're good for you. It still doesn't help you. You're still going to feel like some type of way, especially if they're not the person for you. So I would say I started thinking about that. Like, why would I reach out to this person? This Like, I wouldn't drink poison if I was thirsty. Like, it's the same concept. But um, I would say I know I was pulling cards for someone recently. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's really hard to connect with people or find people. But yes, it is. But we're in like in a digital space. So finding communities online or um, even like building a community yourself can be very helpful in terms of not feeling isolated. Um, so I would say connecting with people online, I think it's like a big one if you can't go out or just being out in nature and connecting more with yourself and really taking this time as an opportunity to work on yourself and work on things that you want to improve, I Absolutely. think would be uh, beneficial in terms of kind of like this space that we're in right now. Yeah. Have you heard of this new dating app where you are matched based on your voices because obviously like voice no. chemistry is very i was just this uh, sounds I, cool though. yeah i was following um new york city date night she posts all like the restaurants like mm. where to go for dates this that she's become like this like dating influencer anyway she was like promoting this new app that says that you have like an avatar anonymous avatar and you hear people's voices and i think from there you can get matched up yeah that wow, that's a great concept, wasn't <laughs> it? I know. Um, there's this app called The Pattern, and oh I, yes, love it. Yeah, I love it too. They're launching a um, 
a dating component to it, which I think would be very interesting because it's going to match specifically like with your chart and how that plays a role. But the voice one sounds very interesting and like Isn't super cool? fun. Yeah. Do you know the name of it? Um, I'm totally on I will send it to you because okay, I cool. forgot the name because I sent it to a few of my friends. Yeah. But what's funny is my friend the other night is like, hey, do you know that you can run bonds on the pattern yes. with public figures and yes. she's like i shared a past <laughs> life with donald trump oh my gosh so i'm funny. like no she's like yes so guess what i did yeah. i ran me and trump past life with trump i'm like let me run biden past life with biden i'm like what the hell was that you're like a fellow politician <laughs> in another life I was told I was told that I was a politician's wife. So I don't know. I was like the wife of this politician who was not that bright. Best and I was like the real politician. And he was just the face. I'm like, oh yeah, that totally sounds like me. That's hilarious. That's Isn't that funny? You did it with a politician. I did it on low key like a celebrity crush of mine. I was like, see, if we knew each other, I think we could have a connection. <laughs> oh, I also did like Bradley Cooper. Apparently, like I can really like you know you guys could really have a connection huh yeah like i can bring him out of his comfort zone i didn't know that i put like random people like paris hill i could just yeah. random i just kept typing names for fun i just it was a good 20 minutes of laughing hilarious. isn't it funny i just love that app it's great it is i love it too <laughs> um i wanted to know because you know spiritual people have like one main thing that they love and they do and mm-hmm. you know, they they create their jobs around it is there any other healing modality that you love that you would like to kind of implement in your yes. readings what's that um so i saw that you're a reiki healer uh yes i am i definitely want to dive more into that aspect you um, too. Yeah. yeah i do that's something that i would want to incorporate more but for me i'm totally like an introvert um, but I find I really like that one-on-one connecting with people and to really help to guide them. So that what makes me really excited about doing what I do. But adding more like Reiki into it and that would be um, something that I would want to get more into. Oh, that's awesome. I can totally help you with that oh, if you'd like. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I love that. Wait, and you're telling me you're Sagittarius and you're an I introvert? Am. It's weird because like, oh. I think it's the Capricorn <laughs> and Virgo, but when, um. once I'm comfortable with people, then I kind of, I definitely come out of my shell more. If it's one-on-one, then you probably wouldn't think I'm an introvert, but I totally am. You know what's funny though? I think that I'm like pretty introverted and like kind of quiet, but yeah. like everybody else who sees me, they think I'm like really loud and sociable and like friendly. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> But it's hard because I'm Virgo everything. So it's like, honestly, like, what am I? That's crazy. (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) Do you know what your Mercury is in? Yes, Leo. Oh, Leo. Okay, so that's what does it. Yeah. I had a conversation with my friend about this because she thinks I'm super dramatic. And I'm like, I bet your Mercury (laughs) is in Aquarius or like an air sign. She looks it up. Mercury and Aquarius. Wow, I'm like, that's it. why you think I'm so dramatic. <laughs> well, it is the Leo, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> it is the Leo. I mean, it's fun, but like sometimes we shouldn't be pushed because then we can just get really, really, wow, you know, yeah. like the lion. We can become like the lion. This one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's TikTok working out for you? I like TikTok. I was so I've been on it for about a year. My friend was like, okay. just do it. And uh I actually love it. 
it's so yeah. fun I like going alive and just like pulling cars and connecting with people and it's really like I'm all about like a sense of community in terms of like helping people in their spiritual space like that makes me like really excited so I love TikTok just off of like the connection that you can build with people awesome well this was so fun I know Thank you for I coming on you for having me of course anytime so let me know if you ever need any help with like learning reiki and i'd love to help you but otherwise thanks so much have an amazing rest of your day thank you you too take care let's take a short break i wanted to talk about obviously i'm all for small female run businesses and i have to shout out to lola's in new jersey that's at lola's nj on instagram it's run by melanie gibson she is 23 years old and she owns her own business she carries the cutest sets the best sets for your work from home wardrobe best accessories all designer inspired great jewelry at affordable prices and she supports other female-owned businesses obviously i had to get behind that and i had to collaborate with her so shop lolasnj.com or go on Instagram and tell her I sent you. Enjoy. Happy shopping. So I really like to get different perspectives on tarot readings for the year. And I was reading one from Refinery29, which I really like. And this tarot reader named Sarah Potter pulled a few cards for the year. And I just wanted to see how those matched up with Andrea's cards. So... I'm going to read some of them and see how they match. So she first pulled the page of wands and it's like the new year, new me mindset. It creates that like new intention energy. You set the seeds, that spark that you have when things are beginning and you have all this like desire to do something new, but it's, you have to have that energy to channel this into your life so you have it but then you're like what do I do with it because 2020 was so negative right so you know we have all this hope about the vaccine we're gonna all get it in the next few months hopefully when this people are listening to this it's coming closer to reality uh we're still gonna feel up to a few months from now that 2020 energy but we're going to have more optimism and excitement. The next card she pulled is the Knight of Swords. So she says it's like a really cool progression to come after the Page of Wands. Just like Andrea said, it's uh, that energy that helps direct us that I really want to move forward this year, but I don't know how. It calm- So this card calms us and says, this is what we do. This is the plan, but here's how we're going to put it into action. So we're going to feel really inspired. We're going to feel creative. Just don't let that energy be a jumble. So it calms everything into action. The next card she pulled is the hanged man. Obviously, this kind of looks very negative. This is basically saying that the timeline might not be what we expected. This represents big life lessons and karmic influences. It also can come up when when we're in limbo, which Andrea also said. Uh, Our plans aren't going to come into fruition as fast as we want them to. So she says, you always should think of the hanged man as saying, how do I get comfortable when everything is unknown and uncertain? So just basically what Andrea said about just pushing through even when you feel like you have no direction. So if your plans don't take off immediately, it is okay. 
and we're going to have like maybe a mid-year slump where our plans and goals aren't moving along as quick as we'd like. But it's telling us to just take advantage of this like slight decline to reflect on what we really want. The next one is the nine of coins. So it indicates this like rededication to our goals. It's going to bring forth our wishes and desires. And it kind of tells us to, hey, pause, get us into this space. And this is when things just start to move. And she also said that we're going to have some advancements in technology, probably based on the new COVID vaccines. And um, our new president is going to have his own rules and regulations. So keep an eye for that. The next one is the Queen of Wands. We're going to end the year with that energy. And it's like if you've been holding back or that hangman energy is going to hold you back, this one is going to say be bold, be yourself, be creative, shine as bright as possible you can. It's We're going to see the progression of an idea and our creativity. And we're going to stand, by the end of the year, we're going to stand in our new fully realized life and reality because we're going to really step into our power. And just the whole entire 2021 deck is just telling us to don't give up. I just thought it would be interesting to kind of give it like another point of view with the cards from another reader. Especially one that's like so popular, like listened to and this is all over you can also follow them and read more about their um, readings if you don't want to have access to a tarot reader finer 21 is also a great place so if you know me i love to discover new wellness activities and i found the perfect one that would make a great girls night out guys night out uh great for date night gift we have mother's day coming up we have father's day coming up like this is the best gift to get so it's basically you're going to be floating in a tank with beautiful stars on top and the tank is filled with 1000 pounds of epsom salt has so many health benefits it's great for stress depression anxiety it's great for blood circulation and just great pain management it's really fun to do it's so relaxing you'll take the best nap of your life and they've been so kind to give a discount for my listeners so if you mention divina or the podcast divine healing by d you'll get your first session for 59 dollars. that's about 30 percent off it's not going to be the first only time you're going to go you're going to just love to go after one time so just go to lift huntington and mention my name to get your first session for 59 dollars. and let me know how it is and how much you love it i'm sure you will To close out the season, I thought it'd be great to include a meditation that you can do anytime. This is for manifesting, visualizing what you want. So find yourself in a comfortable seated position and make sure you are at ease and there's like no pain. If you need more support, sit on a cushion or even on a chair. Sit up nice and tall. Put your hands on your legs. Keep your shoulders relaxed and close your eyes and breathe deeply. So I'd like you to take a moment to appreciate where you are, that you have the ability to do this, that you can explore your emotions, your inner voice, your feelings, and close your eyes. So imagine you're out for a long walk and 
to nature. You could look at the sky, is it blue? Look at the sun, do you feel the warmth on your face? You're walking and you're walking, you feel nature all around you. Now I'd like you to visualize a green meadow, the most beautiful green color that you like the most. And then visualize this extension of green grass that extends to a nearby forest. And you see the green grass and the green reflections of the sun on the meadow. So you extend the look towards the forest and you see leaves of all possible green tones. You're so relaxed, it's very relaxing. The sun is reflecting in the green leaves of the trees and you see these delicate shades of green form before your eyes and it's creating this green three-dimensional space so beautiful and you're really enjoying it so you breathe calmly the pure air full of the oxygen produced by the trees of the forest then you find yourself breathing a green relaxing air and now with each breath you relax more and more you're listening to the sounds of nature. It's a sound passing between the leaves of the trees. It's relaxing, super relaxing. You hear the sound of the wind in the leaves and relax more and more. You stop for a moment, observing the green meadow, the old trees, their beautiful leaves. But then you hear a sound while walking and you hear it getting closer and closer. It's calming, it's relaxing, it's familiar to you. It's water. There's a canal that passes in front of you. Be aware of your rhythm, the flowing water. The water is crystal clear. It's flowing over and over again. You walk by the river following its natural flow. Observe the canal barges floating and passing by. They soothe your soul as you imagine these are your worries, your fears, but now they're going away. Feel how you enter the river, but you don't swim. You immerse yourself in it. You're letting your body float without making any movement. Now let the river carry you in your imagination. Imagine anything that makes you happy. Feel how the river modifies its flow and increases, then decreases its intensity. Be still, although the rhythm of the river changes. Now, feel your breath and try to keep it as deep and stable, even if your imagination, the river flows faster and faster. Now, I'd like you to stay like this for a few minutes and slowly recover the consciousness of your body. Start moving your arms and feet and slowly open your eyes. Sit up slowly. Now you know what it feels like to float and flow in the river of life. Take this feeling to all your daily thoughts and actions. Now you see a beach on the horizon and you walk to get there. You follow the stream and its flow and at its pace you get there. Visualize the small beach nearby the canal the blue sea, the golden sands. You lie in the sands and it is delightful. The energy of the sun accumulated in the grains of sand penetrates your back, relaxing you. You feel that accumulated heat and how it's spread in your back. 
It's so relaxing. It's very nice. It's an amazing, wonderful sensation. The blue sea. The blue sky without clouds. The sound of the wind on the leaves of the trees behind you. The sun strikes your arms and you feel the warmth. More and more. The sun warms your chest and your legs. Your legs. They sink heavier in the sand, relaxing you more and more. You hear the rhythmic and balanced sound of the waves that seem to rock in this calm blue sea. Under this precious blue sky, you hear the sound of the wind. You feel the canal and its waters becoming one with the sea, listening to its flow and its energy expanding and expanding. You become aware of your body and mind, resting, relaxed, and more relaxed. Now seal your practice with a gentle bow and go on with your day. I hope you enjoyed this meditation. Let me know your thoughts. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.